Liquid Bridge. It's Miss Bristow and Mr. Karnbach. Hey, everybody. We're here to talk about what you want to hear about today. And we have a special guest for our tech podcast. Mr. Karnbach, can you go ahead and introduce the most amazing person that I've worked with for the past 19 years? Yes. Today we have Miss Fielding. Okay. And Miss Fielding, if you could take a moment, introduce yourself, explain your role, what, what you have here at Woodbridge, how long you've been at Woodbridge, and what did you did, what were you doing before you took on this current role? Yeah. Um, thank you for having me. Um, Ms. Bristow, first of all, thank you for making me feel super old with that year shout out of how long we work together. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Me... We've been working since we were 19. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but I am the instructional tech coach here at Woodbridge High School. And just like the, the title says, I'm a coach. And so my job is to coach teachers and students in how to use technology. So I'm a resource for both teachers and, and students and now parents in helping everyone make sure that they know how to use the, the applications, the software that we use here at school. Um, it's my fourth year in this position. And before that, I was a science teacher here at Woodbridge for a long time. And I taught AP environmental, oceanography, earth science, and biology. What, um, and this isn't a question that we, you know, necessarily had thought about asking you, but what made you decide to make that transition from being a science teacher to being a tech coach? What drove that for you? Yeah, I've always been a big, um, tech nerd. I mean, I was in my, you know, I was big on the AOL when I was like 13 and getting my, uh, you got mail. Um, I've, you know, I was using computers when they were still like DOS operating systems. If there's any old people listening, you know, what that is. And, um, so yeah, I've just always been very like, um, uh, indoor girl tech minded. Um, and then, um, this opportunity came up and, um, just the ability to share like my knowledge and my enjoyment of technology was um, something I wanted to do. And that's why we have you here today, because we know that you mm -hmm. know what is the best applications. And so what specific school applications do you recommend for our students that they have like on their school issued devices to help them be successful? Well, on their school issued device, they're going to have a laptop. So every every software is going to be available web based. Um, everything we use here at school. So I would recommend in your Chrome browser to bookmark your Canvas, to bookmark your Outlook email, and to bookmark your Student View. Those are going to be the three applications that you use the most. I would also recommend, like, if you do have your own personal mobile device, those would be the three apps to put on them. So the Canvas app for students, the Outlook email app. That's where you know, um, any school announcements can be sent through the email as well as being posted in Canvas and then student view where you can check your grades. Those three apps. That's your heard, core school stuff. I heard you mentioned uh, the Google, uh, the Google browser. So you recommend for all our web-based stuff, you recommend Google versus, you know, Edge or Mozilla or Firefox. Now I yeah. think I'm aging myself now. <laughs> no, no, those are real browsers. Um, if you had said Netscape, that would be aging yourself. Oh, that was a good uh, one, yes. <laughs> Netscape Navigator. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely recommend using your Chrome browser. That's where you're going to have the most success. And another key part is making sure that you don't have cookies blocked because a lot of the Canvas mm -hmm. applications – uh, are really reliant on cookies. And so you can go into your Chrome browser settings and you can make sure that cookies are unblocked if you're having issues with like specifically like a an LTI type assignment that our teacher might give you. 
Okay. Now, are there any other applications you recommend the students to have? Because, you know, to help with organization, studying, any other, you know, it sounds like they have a bunch of different apps all over the place. So what's one yeah. way they can kind of keep everything in one spot? I mean, I think keeping those, th those using the these three apps that I mentioned the most would be best to utilize. Outlook also has a built-in calendar. Um, so you can go into your Chrome or um, your Canvas app and on the calendar page, there's actually a little link that will let you subscribe to that calendar and you can copy that link and you could put that link in your Outlook app in the calendar part and subscribe to your Canvas calendar there. Then you can put any other types of appointments or um, you know, activities that you have on that calendar and keep all of your stuff organized in one place. So the Outlook calendar part of the application could be very helpful for doing that. I also like to-do list apps and I'm a big user of the app called Todoist. And um, it's great for you know, project management and keeping a to-do list of things. Um, but other apps that do the same thing that are also good are like Google Keep or Microsoft Tasks. Both of those are great options if you like to check out things off a list and keep a list of to-dos. Can you make your all of your calendars communicate together like and also like the Todoist or the Google Keep? Can you have them like communicate with your calendar as well so that you can get a reminder of those to-do lists on there as well? Yeah. So with Todoist, you can have it sync with calendar, which is really nice. I like that Google Keep doesn't sync with a calendar, uh, but Microsoft Tasks probably does, probably has some calendar integration. But um, Todoist is great because you can have it sync with your calendar, which I love. Yeah, now, I, I do know because I use this. I have an Apple phone and the Outlook app will sync to your phone uh, if, for the Apple. Now, I do not, I'm not an Android person, so I do not know if that works for Android. <laughs> but I'm assuming if it works for Apple, it's got to work for Android too, correct? Yeah, you just take it's called it's called the calendar feed and you can mm -hmm. just subscribe to those calendars with another app. So, yeah. yeah. Like, for instance, I use Google Calendar for my personal life mm -hmm. and I use Outlook for my work life. And But I can subscribe to the, each calendar to view them in the other application. So I can have like a full view of both in either Google or in Outlook. Nice. Now, with all of these applications in which that students can run, um, that can also create maybe some tech issues or some slag or a lot, you know, slow time on a computer. I mean, and even myself, like with my own personal computer, sometimes I'll have a lag. Um, if a student is having issues with their technology, what do they do? Where can they go for help? What's their path forward? Yeah. So I think the first thing is deciding what kind of issue are you having? Are you having a hardware issue or are you having a software issue? So if you're having a hardware issue, it, and that means how is the device, the computer actually working? If so, if the, you know, um, you know, the camp computer doesn't turn on, that's a hardware issue. That's you need to call the help desk. They're going to be the one to help you with that. And they'll probably direct you to bring your computer to the school and switch it out with a new one. But they're going to be the one that will give you that advice. Um, or maybe the, the computer turns on, but the screen doesn't light up. You know, that's a hardware issue. But if it's something more like you don't know how to, you're, you're not able to get into an account. So you're not able to log into Canvas. You're not able to log into Student View. That's a software account issue. And that's something that I can help you with. So if it's a hardware issue, you're going to reach out to the, the help desk, the PWCS help desk. Um, 
And if it's a account issue, you reach out to me. Now, if it's a Zoom issue, like if you can get into all your Zoom classes except one teacher, you need to reach out to that teacher because that means that the link that they've provided you isn't working or something like that. So if it's a one, one off Zoom issue, if it's, you're only having Zoom issues with one class, you need to reach out and communicate with that teacher. And now most teachers have like a, a tech help module too, right? And, and the class pages have a tech help module that they can navigate to if they, you know, for like some quick solutions as well. Yeah. And I think um, even the better sources in your class of 2021 or 22 or 23 or 24 mm-hmm. classrooms. So you should be invited to a class of 20 classroom in Canvas. And that one has a whole tech module that I've built new this year. Okay. And giving you some tech tips, some troubleshooting tips. Um, so that is like um, the first place to go, I think, is that class of 20, uh, whatever class you are, classroom. Additionally, in that classroom, you'll find every Monday I have office hours with students for an hour. So there's a free time you can pop in and get help. And then also a link where you can book me any other day of the week. So you can book a 10-minute meeting with me um, anytime that you need to. And you only have to book that just um, 30 minutes in advance. So if I'm available, you know, you can get help within 30 minutes. Um, And also you can email me. So... (laughs) Awesome. That's awesome. Now, how do you recommend students organizing all these accounts to make sure, A, they're not missing anything, but at the same time, they're not getting like message overload? Yeah, I think those those Canvas uh, notifications can be very helpful, but they can be very overwhelming when you're in many classes. So there's some different levels of notification that I recommend. Um, so you can either set a notification to get it immediately, you can set for a daily summary, and you can also set for a weekly summary. So there are some that I recommend that you get the immediate notification of. So I like to get announcements immediately. I like to have conversations turned on immediately. That's your inbox. So it's it's a little bit confusing that on the course or the course navigation is called inbox, but on the notifications, it's called conversations, but those are the same thing. So I would want to get those immediately and then due dates immediately. Everything else, I would probably alternate for the daily summary. So the things that aren't so immediate, just get one email at the end of the day that you can go through and look at. That's, that's what would be my recommendations. Just kind of tailor down those immediate things to three core, the announcements, the conversations, and the due date. That's how I have uh, mine organized. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, again, like I mentioned, you know, subscribe to that calendar with your Outlook app or your iPhone app. So you can go to that calendar page in Canvas, click on where it says link to calendar, and then get that link, copy that address and subscribe with your iPhone calendar or Outlook calendar or your uh, Android app calendar, your Google calendar, whatever calendar you use, (laughs) you can bring in the Canvas calendar. Now, another big thing is for students is their parents or guardian maybe bugging them to find information about their schoolwork, your grades, their attendance, their assignments. So how do I help, you know, how do they help their guardian? with all of that information and who should their parents contact to get the parent view account and be an observer. Perfect. Yeah. So there's, there's two options for parents to have this year and and they should do both. So one is, you know, they had last year was parent view. And if you need, and you don't have a parent view account, you should reach out to your administrator's secretary and they can provide your parents with the, the join code, the initial code that they need to create their account. 
And you can create that account with any email you have. So if you have Hotmail, Gmail, what, whatevermail.com, you can create your parent view account with that. Then the other account that you can create, again, with any email that you have, the parent can use any email, is their Canvas uh, account. And it's an observer account. And the student can create rate the code within their account to give to their parents. So the student can generate their observer code and give it to their parent, or the parent can reach out to a teacher um, to give them that code uh, if their student's not cooperating with them, because we know <laughs> sometimes that happens. Yes. Um, and, and, and ultimately, you can, they can reach out to me and I can help them with that setup process. There are directions for setting up the Canvas account on our website uh, mm -hmm. under the news section. You should find like parent technology accounts and the directions are all there for how to set them up. Yeah. And, and this is, the question I have is I have three, I have three young girls at home and for my kids. Now, I have to create a different – each kid have, will have a different observer code, correct? It won't be one – code for everybody. Each kid will create their own code, correct? Correct. You'll, you as a parent only create one account and you mm -hmm. add all three codes to one account. So you only have one place to log in to see all three of your kids. Mm -hmm. You can, um, you know, what I've, I have some colleagues that have, you know, four kids and they color code each kid with a different color on the mm -hmm. dashboard so they can easily see which kids stuff they're looking at. Um, and we have some great videos that actually show you that on ITCs for all. Um, the PWCS Backpack website and our YouTube channel for parents. So we definitely have made some nice resources for parents to help guide them. Yeah, I definitely agree. As a parent also within the county, um, I have used that to help me. It's definitely different being on the parent side of the canvas versus being on the teacher side of the canvas. And it also has helped me to really kind of think about the way in which that I have laid out my page too, to ensure that it's not only friendly for students, but that it's also easily navigated by parents as well. Um, because, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're all in this together here of mm -hmm. ensuring, you know, that students are academically successful. Um, and the easier that we make it, the more success that they can be, so. Yeah, and we want everyone to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I have to mend. I have you. I have viewed a couple of your videos on the YouTube channel. They are quite helpful. I will. I would yeah. recommend that. I'm lucky place. that you know I have some good colleagues that are also parents that um, can you know really you know create that because they have access to their kids' yeah. accounts. <laughs> All right. So in closing, is there any one piece of technology technological advice you would like to give all our listeners? Okay. I have one piece for people that have a school device, and that is don't open a zillion tabs. These computers <laughs> are not like, you know, super powerful. Okay. They, they only have, they have a limited amount of memory. So basically you're limited to about six tabs opening Chrome to open and be functionally, functionally working pretty quickly. So once you get beyond six tabs and having Zoom open, things are going to slow down. So just remember if your computer's slowing down, like close a few tabs, close a few programs that you're not using. That would be for those that have school devices. Um, for everyone, due dates are closer than they appear. <laughs> I know we're kind of relying on that Canvas calendar for when those due dates are. Uh, you don't have to wait till that day to do it. So um, definitely, you know, if it's due on a Monday, that does not mean wait till Sunday night. Um, you know, this is, this is something that is beyond technology. It's just time management. So do things as early as you have time for. Yeah. As I have to admit, as a teacher, I'm glad you said that the two dates are closer than they appear. <laughs> yeah. And there's been some amazing, you know, um, 
PDFs that have been put out by Ms. Treichler um, in the school to help students organize their work week, to plot out their to-do lists as well. You can access that, you know, on the school's webpage, on Twitter and on Facebook um, and in yeah. your class pages too. Yeah, sometimes nothing beats paper. Like you don't, if, you, if you're, you know, if you like to print out a calendar, print out a calendar. If you like to print out a to-do list, like print out a to-do list or just find a sheet of scrap paper. You don't have to use an app for those types of things. Paper can be just as good. Yep. Even my nine-year-old and seven-year-old make their own to-do lists mm-hmm. so that they can keep on track of what they got to do. It's just Yeah, it's nice to have life. a visual reminder hanging up in front of you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you Sometimes so much. Old for school works, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Katie, thank you so much, and Miss Fielding, for uh, being with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, you provided some amazing information for all of our listeners. Agreed. And um, we really appreciate you. And I truly couldn't be as successful as I am this year in this virtual platform if it wasn't for you and for ITCs for all. So, I know. well, you guys we're all in it together. And again, students, if you need to contact me, you, there's that link in your class of 20 classroom where you can make an appointment with me, and I'm glad to help. All right. Thank you again. We'll see you guys all next time. <laughs>